Time for Seafood News. You're listening to the Seafood News Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Comtel, which will be receiving a complete redesign in 2020. Subscribers who utilize Comtel to track market quotations, analyze trends, and stay on top of key industry news will see a host of new features. Streamlined navigation, customizable dashboards, filtering options, quick access to your favorite reports, and more will make Comtel an even more valuable tool for those impacted by the protein markets. I'm news assistant Ryan Doyle. And I'm Erner Barry Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. Thanks for joining us. In our top story of the day, Bumblebee Foods filed for bankruptcy on Thursday with an agreement to sell its assets to Taiwan-based FCF Fishery Company for a price tag of about $925 million. According to the Wall Street Journal, Bumblebee's London-based owner, Lion Capital, said the Chapter 11 process will help facilitate the sale to FCF, as well as reduce its debt burden caused by recent and significant legal challenges. About a week ago, reports stated that Bumblebee was preparing to file for bankruptcy due to increasing legal expenses due to its involvement in a tuna price-fixing scandal. As it dealt with the antitrust lawsuit, Bumblebee is also in the middle of a class action lawsuit. Consumers are suing the company, claiming that Bumblebee wrongfully labeled its tuna as being produced through dolphin-safe methods. In the bankruptcy filing, CFO Kent McNeil stated that Bumblebee has a 41% market share for canned tuna in the U.S. and 40% of sardine sales. He said the company's earnings have been impacted negatively by an industry-wide slowdown as younger consumers prefer fresh food and are more inclined to purchase products from newer, upscale brands. Meanwhile, Barry Myers, President Trump's nominee to lead NOAA, has withdrawn from consideration setting health issues, an administration official told the Washington Times. Myers' nomination has been up for debate in the Senate since its first announcement back in 2017, in part due to conflict of interest concerns over his ownership stake in the weather forecasting company AccuWeather. With NOAA's role as a research and regulatory agency, the Washington Post said that most administrators come from a science background. It highlighted Obama-era NOAA leaders Jane Lubchenco, a top researcher, and Catherine Sullivan, a geologist and who was recently the first American woman to walk in space. Shifting north to Canada, Bernadette Jordan was named Canada's Minister of Fisheries, Oceans, and the Canadian Coast Guard on Wednesday. Jordan previously held the role as Minister of Rural Economic Development. She will try to tackle multiple challenges in Canada, including minimizing North Atlantic right whale deaths, the country's lobster industry, and marine protected areas along the east coast of the country. Jonathan Wilkinson, who held the position before Jordan, was named Minister of Environment and Climate Change. And next up, the San Francisco and Bodega Bay Thanksgiving Crab Feast won't happen this year as the Central California Dungeness Crab Season was delayed yet again. Crabbers and processors will have to wait until December 15th at least before bringing crab to market. The good news, it appears domoic acid won't create another delay. Uh, based on updated information and in response to concerns from the commercial Dungeness crab fleet, including written requests from port associations to further delay the Central California or San Francisco season, California Department of Fish and Wildlife Director Charlton H. Bonham said Wednesday he intends to further delay the start date for the California Dungeness crab fishery south of the Mendocino and Sonoma County line. Bonham issued a preliminary determination Wednesday that the November 22nd start date poses a significant risk of marine life entanglement. The anticipated management response is a further delay of the opening of the commercial Dundonus crab fishery in that area until December 15, 2019. An aerial survey conducted by CDFW within the Greater Farallones and Monterey Bay National Marine Sanctuaries on Monday 
uh, November 18th, showed whales throughout the survey area. CDFW is working to schedule a follow-up aerial reconnaissance flight to further evaluate whale presence in advance of December 15th and will convene the California Dungeness Crab Fishing Gear Working Group the first week of December to conduct a risk evaluation. Another key here, under the authority of the Fish and Game Code, the director may restrict take of commercial Dungeness Crab if there is a significant risk of marine life entanglement due to fishing gear. And all right, Lauren, can you give us the latest mm -hmm. on the snow crab market? Yes, I can. So as Ernaberry reported in October, the Canadian snow crab market has been firming through late summer and fall on all sizes. However, over the past week and a half, the market has been extremely firm. Since the beginning of the month, 8-ounce and 10-ounce crab has adjusted over 30 cents higher, while 5 to 8s trended 15 cents higher. Regarding the overall trend in the market, Canadian snow crab seems to be experiencing what market participants are reporting as insatiable demand. More than a few market participants report their inventories and supply situations are low, and a few are reporting they are sold out until next season, which for Canada won't be until April or May of 2020. Looking at the calendar, Alaskan snow crab will most likely not reach the market until late December and more than likely into the new year, leaving the market potentially tight or even void of snow crab very soon. And as always, thank you for the insight, Lauren. A recent study predicted that the ocean could provide more than two-thirds of the animal protein in the world. Currently, fish accounts for one-fifth of animal protein consumed by humans globally. But that jump in production may be necessary as the global population continues to grow. The research was presented at the International Symposium on Fisheries Sustainability, hosted by the UN Food and Agriculture Organization in Rome, Italy. Lead author of the study, Christopher Costello, said the ocean has untapped potential and could help feed the world over the coming decades. However, there is some concern about how fisheries around the globe are holding up. Peter Thompson, the UN Secretary General's Special Envoy, said humans need to start treating the ocean with respect that it deserves. The UN added that achieving goal sustainability in the seafood sector looks murky. Four of the ten targets under the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals to protect the ocean will mature next year, including illegal fishing, which Thompson said begs cooperation from countries who haven't signed FAO's agreement to solve the issue. By the symposium's end, participants are expected to present a technical document that synthesized the information and debate in each of the event sessions to be tabled at the 34th session of the FAO Committee on Fisheries, set for July 2020. The document will form the platform for a high-level policy statement on the role, value, and sustainability status of global and regional fisheries, according to the UN. And now it is time for some fun news, and frankly, almost unbelievable news. Uh, we have just an amazing story we have for you today, and Lauren, can you give us some background on that? Yes, it is quite unbelievable. So a child prodigy in Belgium is working his way towards a bachelor's degree at nine years old. Lawrence Simons is currently studying electrical engineering at Eindhoven University Technology of the Netherlands. His father told reporters that he plans to work on a PhD program in engineering, while at the same time studying his medicine degree. And you're probably wondering why this child prodigy in particular is getting Lauren and I's attention. Instead of my children. Yes, of course. <laughs> and all the, yeah, all the great children here at Urban that are going to be prodigies in the future. Uh, well, it is a comment his mom made to CNN that caught our eye. And Lauren, you sent this to me earlier this week. Uh, and as many asked, you know, I mean, many reporters were probably, you know, at the parents' doorstep. How is this kid so smart? How is yeah, this kid so everyone smart? Everyone wants to know the secret. And his family really didn't have an answer. And every every single article I was reading, um, doing some research on this, and the only comment his mom could really muster was in a CNN article. And she jokingly said, I ate a lot of fish during the pregnancy. Yes, she did. Which 
I thought it was great, and we've talked about it before, the the benefits it could have on on giving young children seafood and to see someone, you know, even even if she was kind of saying it facetiously or whatever it might be, but I don't it's think catching so. the eye. I think we take this comment and we run I, with I, it. I think it should be. It should be the number one. He should be the brand now yes, for seafood. He should right? be. We, should, <laughs> we should be throwing this kid out there. And I was watching interviews and stuff about him, and he just seemed like a cute kid, pretty down to earth. Yeah. And even yeah, in one totally. article, um, he called himself lazy, which, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, he, you know, but he's saying he likes to play in his right, phone. Go easy on yourself. Yeah. Kid. <laughs> all right. Relax. You know, you don't need that many degrees. But it's <laughs> it, it was really interesting. And his parents seemed to, seemed to be nice people, at least in the interviews. So it, it was a good story, and it was great to see. Uh, fish got and seafood got there, got their due finally. Yes. So Lauren received praise from his teachers and his parents say that they are trying to balance his childhood and his talents, which is certainly important for a child of his age. Uh, Lauren does have long-term plans. He is looking to develop artificial organs. What a story. He's trying to help people out in the yes, end. That's a good wonderful, for you, Lauren. Yeah. Keep it up, but you know, get some playtime in there as well. And keep <laughs> eating seafood, everybody. Yes. <laughs> so that about does it for us. Once again, this episode was brought to you by Comtel. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.